How's it going everybody and welcome to episode 186 of Master My Garden Podcast. Now this week's episode, as it's the last day or two of July, is talking about what to sow in the month of August and I suppose last month the, the list that we were sowing or able to sow was reducing and this month it's kind of reducing even further and as we go into next month into September it'll you know almost completely stop yeah, with, with a couple of exceptions. Uh, it's at this stage of the year I suppose what's happening is the the, the evenings are starting to come in already uh, so daylight is getting shorter and the length of time we have to bring something to maturity is getting shorter but we still get, there's still lots to be sown and still lots you know lots to take advantage of i suppose what tends to be happening in people's gardens at the moment is a lot of i suppose the maybe the little bit longer um crops that we had grown we're harvesting those and hopefully those spaces that they're leaving are being are being filled up and what we're harvesting i suppose at the moment is things like onions you know that tends to take up a lot of space because we typically will sow quite a lot of those and you'll have space from that then obviously some bigger bulkier things like cabbage and cauliflowers they're being harvested now and i hope you have more coming coming behind but whatever you're doing just make sure you're getting that space filled in quite quickly afterwards it's it's important to to fill in the space um the weather i suppose you know still still as it was we're after probably having the wettest july again i would say when when the records are done it's it's probably the wettest july on rec- on record and you know really heavy deluges of rain i suppose it sounds obvious but what's happening also is that we have very very little sunlight and that's having an effect on things like tomatoes like i see tomatoes are probably a little bit behind where they were last year now i i I tend to be quite late going into the tunnel with mine just because of you know open sides cooler blah blah blah. um but i know a lot of people are finding that their tomatoes are not ripening as quickly but if you think about it logically we just have a lot less sunlight now obviously you can bring them inside and and uh, you know finish ripening them on your windowsill or whatever but personally i prefer to just let them ripe, ripen on the plant i think they're a lot a lot nicer in that way um there's something about taking it off the plant there's a i don't know what you'd call it it's a it just feels it feels and tastes much much better i think when when you do it that way but there definitely is less daylight and i know a lot of people are are struggling to get their tomatoes to ripen you're doing nothing wrong it's just that the the sunlight is not there or certainly enough of sunlight you know also while the weather is generally warm uh, which you know warm and wet which typically means that there's you know a lot of blight about so that's potato blight tomato blight those things are going on and it's really important to I suppose keep on top of that if we're talking about the tomatoes obviously you know aeration is the big thing so make sure you have lots of air moving through your house at all times Uh, any leaves that are taken from the plant you know any pruning that you're doing make sure they all go outside they can go onto your compost bin there's no issue with that Uh, make sure your plant hygiene so all around the base of the plant is kept clean no no dropped leaves no dropped fruit nothing like that left on the ground keep that clean Uh, air movement is hugely important and hygiene is hugely important Uh, a couple of other tips to sort of avoid tomato blight or help with tomato blight water the ground don't water the plant so keep the plant as dry as you possibly can 
So no wet on the leaves, uh, no wet on the stems as much as possible. And then a final thing, any pruning that you're doing or any side shooting that you're doing, if possible, it's not always possible, but if possible, do that in the morning time. And that gives you know, the, the daytime for that wound to dry up and I suppose seal up a little bit so that if there is any disease present, it doesn't get in through those, through those, uh, you know, those scars. So make sure that you if, you, if it's possible to do your pruning in the morning, water the ground, not the plant, keeping the plants dry as much as possible. Keep, keep feeding because while we're not getting sunlight at the moment and you might feel like you're not getting a lot from your tomatoes currently, um, eventually we're going to get a flush and we will get sunshine. Um, I'm confident of that. I hope, I hope that that's going to happen. I, I know I've said it already, but typically when I've seen it over the last lot of years, when we get this dry, this dry period through May or June, and particularly if it's a prolonged dry period like we had this year, you know, where you're getting four or five, six weeks. Um, so for anyone, for anyone listening outside of Ireland, that is a prolonged, prolonged uh, dry period for us. We, we do get a lot of rain, as you know. But um, yeah, that period, when we're getting that period, we typically are getting, you know, if you think back to the first year of our, of our lockdowns and so on, we had a phenomenal weather early and then we had a horribly wet July and actually most of August was a bit mixed as well. And then September came quite good again. So yeah, um, it's, a, it's a common feature and it's, it's a common enough thing that's, that's following. So watch out for blight. It's definitely, definitely an issue at the moment. But the other thing that I'm seeing, obviously, you're seeing these high temperatures and moisture, perfect conditions for slugs. And I've seen some people, uh, some followers of the podcast, talking about slugs being a huge issue on brassicas and so on. Um, one thing I can say for certain is that, well, slugs are always present. But one thing that is definitely true is that in an odic system, slugs are less and less of a problem. Um, there's, I have brassicas and while I won't say that there is no slugs, because there there is, but it's very, very, very limited. By comparison to um, any that you would have in the in the open ground, it is stark, um, you know, 10%, 10% of, of the issue that you would have if, if you're in a normal clay soil. So definitely definitely benefits there and something worth looking at if you are struggling with slugs at the moment um other things that's happening for me i've finished the harvest of red juke york potatoes from the tunnel they were delicious beautiful but a little bit underwhelming in terms of the the crop from them um my first time growing red juke york really nice potato i'd heard good reports about it as i said delicious to taste up there with you know my personal favorites of uh, British Queens and, and records really nice very happy with them from that perspective crop wise quite small they probably because I was you know I was sort of um, I suppose rationing water a little bit during that real dry period they may have wanted a little bit more water than they got but not I wouldn't have thought that was a big issue not to be honest they, they, they got enough I would have thought but anyway really good really good um taste just not so great of a crop pretty good but not not wonderful um just wondering anyone else that has grown them before you might send me a message let me know how you got on with them as i say really really good tasting really good tasting potato but a little bit underwhelmed with the with the harvest from it 
Um, other things that are going well, cucumbers going well, courgettes going well in the tunnel, uh, carrots doing really well both in sort of three, three quarters of the way through my tunnel harvest now, probably should have them finished up soon. And then outside going really well, everything else, you know, doing quite well. Uh, melons is one that I planted this year. They have not been doing very well, but again, I would put that down to the lack of daylight. Um, and it's warm. It's warm in terms of, you know, what I was saying in relation to potato light, blight, but we're not getting that really strong sunshine and the heat from the sun. Uh, and I do think the melons are struggling a little bit because of that. Nighttime temperatures actually sometimes are quite cold as well. Like last night, as an example, it was down as far as six degrees at night, which is cold. It's not, it's nowhere near a frost, uh, obviously, but it's, it's quite cold. And, you know, the likes of a, of a melon just would not like that type of temperature, especially in an open sided tunnel. You know, that, that temperature is going to give it a little bit of a shock and it's going to be wondering what's going on here because when you think about it, they grow so well in you know, Spain and Italy and Portugal and these places where you're getting this constant 20 degrees temperature, even at nighttime, you know, 18, 20 degrees up to 30 and a little bit higher at the moment. So obviously this little drop down to those type temperatures below 10 degrees are really shocking it and it's not doing well. So it might be a case that, you know, in an open sided tunnel, something like that just doesn't do well. So anyway, looking ahead to the month of August, and what we can sow and as I said there is there's still quite a bit we could be sowing just make sure that you're filling the space you might as well at this stage of the year um, don't don't leave I suppose we have a tendency to you know get all our plug plants in in March April and then when our harvest comes through that we're not coming on with something in behind it and I think it's important that, that we do you know there is lots of opportunities still to to get crops right through right through until until the winter time if we plan correctly so what we can sow in this month annual spinach still um you will start to switch you know towards the end of the month if you're doing an early sowing in the month you'll probably stay with your your sort of main summer variety annual spinach but as we go to the end of the one month you might switch to something like a joint winter and at that stage i know what i'll be doing i'll be sowing and i have sowed last week i sowed a direct sowing uh, into the tunnel of spinach um, I'll do another one in two weeks time but I'll also be sowing quite a lot of spinach at the end of the month the end of the month of August and into early September in plugs and the reason I do quite a lot of them at that stage is once once they get into the tunnel they'll and this you know can be sowed outside or planted outside as well but once I sow them in the tunnel in, in modules plant them into the tunnel they're going to hold because you're not getting those really high temperatures so they're not going to run to seed as quickly so i'll be able to harvest off them pretty much all over the winter uh, rocket you can still sow i have perennial rocket so i'm not personally sowing that but you can sow rocket still uh, pak chai is another one again i would be rather than direct sowing that i'd be sowing that one into modules it, you'll get better success from it i think personally radish direct sow that either outside still or in the tunnel um, again I've done a sowing of that lettuce that's the one I've just sowed uh, I've direct sowed actually a cut and come um, I ran out of lettuce for a couple of weeks because while I was on holidays I didn't sow and I didn't sow on the run up to it because I just didn't want anyone to have to mind them so I've ran out for uh, a week or so I have cut and come 
coming it's almost ready and i have a second batch sown and i won't sow any more that couldn't come they're all summer varieties and i'll probably get till september october out of those and then i'll at that stage i'll have the butterhead lettuce and lots of it sowed and the plug plants planted into the tunnel spring onion the same thing as spinach so for now you're sticking with your your summer varieties you know your white lisbons and so on and then as we get on later in the month so lots of them and switch to your winter varieties and they're typically you know japanese style ones um, there's also a white lisbon winter version and as i say towards the end of the month so lots of those in terms of turnips the milan purple top turnip or you know snowball turnip any of those type type small turnips they can still be sown and you'll still get a crop off them you know in the next in the next few sort of six weeks six seven weeks um herbs can still be sown you know sort of the the annual you know the corianders the dills um those type ones and then at the end of the month or mid, mid to end of the month you can get your winter salads sowed into module trays and these can be then planted either outside under cover or inside in a, in a tunnel or a greenhouse and winter salads when we talk about we're talking about claytonas uh, lamb's lettuce tatsai which i've never grown tatsai i just see a lot of people growing that as a as a hardy a hardy winter salad leaf um, zuna grown that before mustard grown that before um, so they can all be sowed you know as as hardy leaves and you can sow lots of those again as I say, you can sow those in, in big batches. So that, that would leave you then, you know, if you're talking about undercover outside or in a greenhouse, with, for the next good few months, right up into the winter time, and some in some cases through the winter, that will leave you with spinach, uh, lettuce, spring onion, claytona, tatsai, mizuna, mustard. So with that combination, you're going to be able to give yourself a really good, you know, really good supply of salad leaves pretty much all over the winter. And, you know, the, all of those, all of those are going to be really useful. And don't be afraid to sow lots of them where early in the time we're talking about small and often. Um, here I'm talking about do a good bit of it. You know, it's not, not really going to run to seed, particularly if you're sown late in August. It's not going to run to seed and you're going to just be able to harvest and continually harvest for a long period of time. Um, other things that you can sow at this stage, you know, spring cabbage, this, you know, this is where you're sowing any type of a cabbage really to overwinter in the ground and then have an early head next year. And that, this is where you're going to fill out your, your 12 month calendar with, with supply of vegetables by doing things like this. So spring cabbage, get that sowed now in module trays to plant outside. Kale, again, I, if you if you use a good bit of kale, I would sow a good bit of it because again, it's not going to run to seed, and you can harvest that quite strongly over all over the winter, uh, right through to next spring, where it'll actually start to go to 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 seed at that stage. Um, I sowed kale last winter in the polytunnel. I also sowed some outside, and with the combination of the two, you know, you're getting a really long times times uh, harvesting time out of them. Chard is another one. I won't be sowing that because I have. You know, three good plants established now. I'm harvesting off them lightly at the moment, but as they get bigger all over the winter, that'll get harvested quite heavily and they'll carry me right through until next year when I'll have the next batch of them. And I only saw three plants. I'm actually the only one that really eats it here. So three plants, 
and I'll harvest heavily off that. But chard is another really good one. And it's so versatile as well that will also fit into your salad, you know, as a as your as your salad crop. But I tend not to use it so much as a salad and mostly saute it with potatoes and eggs and things like that. So yeah, that gives you that gives you um you know some nice options at this time of the year. And while it's getting a little bit limited, it's you know, it is still lots we can be doing but just make sure you're filling your space if you're not you know if you're sort of finishing up your vegetable garden for the year make sure you don't leave bare soil get a green manure get that sowed into it now and as i say make sure there's no no bare soil over the winter time it's really important to to keep keep your ground covered so if you're not continuing and i i really think that it, it is really worth your while continuing sowing but if you're not get get the ground covered up um other things i suppose to to note at the moment uh, i mentioned the blight earlier on mentioned slugs watch out for fruit harvest and protect them from from birds particularly uh, keep an eye on plums particularly if they have heavy crops on them so plums can go like this where you get some years you get a really light and sometimes no um, crop on them and then another year you could get a really really heavy crop and I've seen beautiful plum trees during the week where branches were just breaking off them left right and center now these weren't small you know these were quite established trees but there was such a heavy heavy crop on it that they were breaking branches so just watch out for that and if you have that support them I would take off some of the fruit as well because it may not be possible for it to to ripen everything so if there's if there's so much on it that it's bending bending and almost breaking the, the, the branches you can take off some of that because as I say it's not it may not all it's likely that it all won't go to full maturity anyway and ripen so uh, better take it off now than having having some damage on the on the plant uh, other things that you can be doing this month anyone that's interested in sowing some potatoes basically for for Christmas so these are what these are is they're new potatoes so they tend to be first early varieties uh, you sow them now, end of July, early August, and they will, and it needs to be under cover. So it's, you can start them off outside in the container at this stage of the year, but be careful of blight. Um, and then as it gets later, as in into September and October, get them inside. And if you're able to look after these well enough, you'll be able to harvest fresh potatoes for Christmas dinner. That's kind of the idea behind it. Uh, the seed itself can't be this year's seed. So, so if you've already dug your early potatoes and saved some seed off that, uh, you can't really use that seed. That seed needs to have gone through a period of dormancy. You can trick it by putting it into your fridge for a while. Um, but realistically, what you want to be doing is going to your local garden centre and getting seed from, which is basically sent in purposely from this. And this will be seed from last year that has been held back to fill this little market. Um, it's not something that I've done, to be honest with you. Again, my tunnel tends to be tight, quite cold, so there'll be a good bit of minding with it. Also, I think if you have your main crops sort of going well, you'll have fresh main crops for, for Christmas anyway. So I, yeah, I tend not to do it. Um, be interesting to do it just as a, I suppose, as a bit of a trial. But no, I tend not to do it. But if you do want to do that, now is the time. You need to get your seed very, very soon because there tends to be small amounts of it and 
tends to go quite quickly. So if you are interested in that, then nail it down quickly. Towards the end of the month, obviously all the, the flower bulbs will start to appear. And as we get into early September, mid-September, the autumn onion sets and autumn garlic will start to appear. And if you are planning on that, just keep your eye open and you know be organized for, for getting that in. Uh, autumn sowing garlic for me is, is the best. I did sow autumn garlic this year. It was in a bed that didn't get, during the dry period, didn't get enough of water, I would have thought. And the bulbs are harvested. They're very good quality, but they're quite very good quality and they're packing a huge punch. So they're very, very uh, strong, very strong tasting garlic, really, really powerful garlic. Uh, but the bulbs themselves didn't didn't become huge, which is fine. I kind of knew that anyway. Um, but yeah, there was good harvest of it. So autumn planting sets and and garlic, keep an eye out for them as you get into September. So that's kind of, you know, what we can be sowing. Other things just to watch out for cabbage white butterfly particularly is out now. Make sure you're you're keeping an eye out for him. Brassicas, any of your you know winter cabbage, cauliflowers, broccolis, uh, Brussels sprout sprouts for Christmas, anything like that, make sure you're keeping them covered because they will they will get damaged. There's a lot of them around at the moment. Um they tend to come in a little out of the blue so you'd have none maybe two weeks ago and then all of a sudden there's a lot of them and they are out now a lot of them so just watch out for that and make sure you're covering covering over your your brassicas uh, environmesh uh, bionetting anything like that that will keep them out it's only for a couple of months and then and then they'll you know that that threat is gone and you can work away then after that as we go into september as well we'll start looking at uh, sowing of perennial seeds that's something that is really worth doing it's such a great way to create plants for your garden so we'll we'll talk about that in another episode further on but in September you can start sowing a lot of perennial and some biennial seeds that'll give you flower for, for next summer so yeah that's pretty much this week's episode there's as I say a shortening list as we go into next month it'll be it'll be less again uh, and then we'll probably finish doing that uh, again until next year. So it's a really useful one. It kind of gives people a reminder at the start of the month as to what to be sowing. So it's it's an important one. And we definitely definitely will do one more, but then it'll probably finish up for, for this year. So that's been this week's episode. Thanks for listening. And until the next time, happy gardening.